We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Happy Monday, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totri, joined by them boys, as always, <laughs> Shane Diefenbach, Sean DePaz. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, you are. Yeah. We them boys. You yeah. guys are. You guys are them boys. Remember when that song was like popping, popping? That like, was fire. Yeah. What year did Same that song with, um, like, what was the other one? Um, Black and Yellow? Is that no, no, no. That was a goaded song. I don't think it was a Wiz Khalifa song. It was like... I'll think of it. I'll think of it. We Boys was like that shit banged on a um, like oh my god WWE Two K like fourteen or something like that. I never played that game uh, or any WWE of those light games. games. Ask Derek about it. Them shit go crazy. LTC in the chat, also one of them boys, gentlemen. How was you guys this weekend? NFL football was back. NFL football was back. Didn't really care because my team already took it, took care of business. You didn't, uh, you didn't want to see any of the other competition out there. Well, some of the games I watched, I wouldn't exactly describe as competition, mm-hmm. um, i.e. the Cardinals-Chiefs game, yep. i.e. the Buccaneers-Cowboys game. Well, the, the Chiefs are competition. Chiefs uh, are competition. Chiefs are good. Well, I, no, I, what I meant is that competition implies that there's two parties of relatively equal yeah, level. Yeah, but, but it's potential. <laughs> there will be competition when they play you. That is your competition, is the Chiefs. Oh, no, but I was trying to see and competition. Like. <laughs> I, yeah, that, I, do that. That I feel like place. I do that a lot. I use and to emphasize that I'm trying to say a, like a competition. Mm-hmm. I say and competition. Um, or not just necessarily yeah, about competitions, but you know. Yeah. Um, football was fuck, fuck the Eagles. They ruined my parlay. Yeah, fuck okay. Austin Eckler. He ruined my wow, parlay. Whoa. I'm sorry, bro. You needed to Well, score. no, fuck the play calling. Well, yeah, yeah. But, you know what I hate? Oh, Playing God. against Patrick Mahomes in fantasy. Yeah. And they're on the one yard line, and he throws a one yard touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah. same with Justin doing? Herbert. Same with Justin Herbert. Yeah. They had the ball on yeah. the one yard line. They're like, "Yeah, fuck it, we're gonna throw." Yeah. Rashad Bateman, bad. though, they'll be bad. Yeah, Rashad Bateman. Okay, guys. And um, Travis Kelsey won some money on Underdog Fantasy today, turn or yesterday. Turn me up. Turn it up. Yeah. Turn it up. Turn your speakers up. Okay. Seriously, okay. turn them up louder. Turn it up. Your, neighbor, your neighbors can't hear you. Lots of competition in the NFL. Oh, no. This dog's back. I feel like <laughs> I thought, your bark sound more like Dory talking like whale. A whale. Yeah. Ooh, welcome to the PNC. Well, I didn't, I've, never, <laughs> okay, I've never called them barks. You guys call them barks. They're not barks. They're what? whelps. They're what? Whelps. Oh. What's a whelp? A whining yelp? Right, what are you doing? 
I don't know. Whatever. Let's, I really hope this isn't your first time listening to this show. Yeah. Or if it is, you know, Hello. again, don't Welcome. forget. Yeah. It's not nice, always. Nice to meet uh, you I was going to say it's not always like this, but it kind of uh, is. It definitely is. Let's talk ASU football. Yeah. Sure. Um, so we talked to Herm today. Talked to Donnie Henderson as well. Before we get into what they had to say, the lost Oklahoma State is over. It's done with. It's You've had some time to let it marinate. What did we learn? It was, it, if it marinated, it wasn't tasty. Um. Sorry. Uh, Not yeah. enough seasoning. Yeah. No. It, it, I mean, I, it was cooked in a I, I feel the same way I felt after the game. <laughs> I, I think it kind of sunk in when I was watching the game. I was like, this is how it's going to go. Elijah Badger, hive mind. That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it's not even a hive mind. It's just an Elijah Badger, Shane mind. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying um, to that for a second, but okay. I doesn't, like, honestly, didn't change a whole lot of, for me. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm more concerned about the penalty situation than I was after the NAU game. I, I think I kind of fooled myself into thinking that they might be past that because they weren't really committing penalties like that against NAU. Um, but other than the penalties, I feel like the only thing that's going to hold this team back is coaching. Yeah. Um, yep. That was my, my biggest takeaway, I think, is that, I mean, we were just talking about it like immediately before the show. ASU's pass offense is second last in the, the conference. Yeah. And obviously Colorado's is the worst. And it feels like they're down there for two very different reasons. Like Colorado's yeah. just a bad team. ASU is not getting the opportunity to pass the ball and, and show what they can do in that respect. So, yeah, the coaching was my, my biggest concern. Yeah. After that game. There was, I mean, we said it so many times. It just felt like Emory Jones needed to get a couple more opportunities yeah. in there. Yep. Um, especially I feel like once once they struggled to score after they got that early field goal. And I think we talked about it when we were at the watch party, is the game is very different if that first drive ends in a touchdown as opposed to a field goal. If he hits Messiah Swinson in the back of the end zone, he was just a little high on that pass. But it felt like after that, it was like, okay, we're just we've got a little bit of a lead. Let's just run the ball and see if we can sneak out of Stillwater with a dub, which yeah. we know that wasn't the case. Out of all of the coaches, right, we'll go Herm, Donnie, and Glenn. Obviously, there's a bunch of other coaches that that had a say in what kind of went on on Saturday. But, like, which of those three do you feel like is the most, like, that you guys are uncomfortable it's with? It's Herm. Is it? My man has his hand in the cookie GR. There's, GR? There's too many hands okay, going on. GR? In the, in the offensive playbook cookie jar. It just... And maybe even the defenses. He's Mr. Vanilla. He's just Vanilla Bean. No, not even Vanilla Bean. He's no, just Vanilla, Bean say, Vanilla Bean's got yeah. a little, a little sun to yeah, it. Yeah, he's just Vanilla, man. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. I, I pro, we should you, trade coaches. Cardinal yes. Sun Devils. I think that both teams would be better. Yeah. Herm is an NFL coach and Cliff is a college coach. I think both teams mm-hmm. would be better. And NFL, like, yeah, you can, you can you know, tip your hat at him getting all these players into the NFL and, you know, lots of them are having success, but the the on the, the field, success. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you, you want to win games and you're not going to win games by running on third and five. It just doesn't happen like that. Yeah. What about you, Sean? Um, it, it's tough because we're obviously theorizing a little bit that Herm has his say in what's going on in the offense. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when it comes to offensive play calling, I have to look at the offensive coordinator. Like, what happened with the offense and just how vanilla it was did concern me. Um, and I just, until proven otherwise, I kind of have to put the blame on the person that is in charge of the offense, at least on paper. Yeah. Um, 
Donnie doesn't really concern me because I, I don't think the defense was bad. Like the, co- the coaching has nothing to do with the penalties they committed, which was their biggest problem. Um, but the offense was just, they just were not given an opportunity to be as explosive as I think they can be. And so I have to put the blame on, on Glenn. But also, Herm is probably the one that's most in charge of discipline. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. Mean, like that's very fair. These teams are not disciplined. But the thing is, is like, sure. But at the, at the same time, like, you can talk, you can do whatever you want as much as you want. Like, that's not going to stop more from pushing a quarterback out of bounds five minutes yeah. after he threw the football. Like, like that comes down to the players, in my opinion, um, and just mental lapses. But, but then why is it so damn reoccurring? Yeah, I don't know. But it's, it's reoccurring, but these penalties are different than what was last year. Like, yeah. this one game, like last year, a lot of it was the offensive line. No, like last year's like, penalties felt like mental errors. These yeah. just feel like just poor decision making. A lot of last year, too, was just, I mean, false starts are discipline. It's, it's, yeah. no, it's, it's being disciplined and knowing your snap count. Like, yeah, there was a lot of false starts last year, but there was also a lot of dumb personal fouls and, and a lot of dumb stuff done after plays and roughing the passer when it did, like we saw on Saturday. Like it's reoccurring, and you can't you can't go away from the fact that there is a common denominator. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I would be more concerned if they were reoccurring in the same way because, like, if it was consistently the offense making mistakes, like these kinds of mistakes, that would be a little more concerning. Like. It'd be more concerning than the defense. Well, it would be more. I would be more concerning if last year the offense was making mistakes and this year the offense was making the gotcha. same mistakes. Okay. Um, the fact that it's different doesn't make me any more comfortable, Aaron, but it just stop it, dude. Did you see? By the way, side note that if Nebraska had waited three more weeks, they had to pay him fifteen million dollars of his buyout. If they had waited three more weeks, it would have been cut in half to seven and a half, and they just they just didn't want to wait three. They weeks? couldn't wait three weeks with Scott Frost. Would you guys rather have Herm or Scott Frost? Herm. I don't want anything to do with Scott Frost. It's tough because I think Nebraska is just kind of a poverty program at this point, and I don't think anyone can win there. But yeah, I'd, I'd rather stick with the known. Scott Frost is a great name for a villain in a Christmas movie. Yeah, well, yeah. he's a Jack Frost. giant villain yeah. in Nebraska right now. Yeah. True. So kind of unlucky. Scott Frost and Decolus Crawford. That should have been a match made in heaven. Ooh, wow. That would have. I don't know why I never thought of it. They should have had them in a commercial together, even yeah. though it's probably a violation of some sort. <laughs> so we've talked about well, the. Frank Kelly would say otherwise. <laughs> you violated. His players with doing the thing with the dancing and the. Did you see he showed up to the press room today with a ten dollar bill? Yeah, yeah I, I did see that. Respect. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I just I, I am not ready to put all of the blame for what's happening on the offense or the penalties on Herm quite yet. Um, I just again they played Oklahoma State. Yeah, I feel like everybody on social yeah. media lost their shit. They're like, oh my god, ASU looks horrible. So many penalties. Like, they lost by 17 points, sometimes whatever. You do, sometimes, also, you just get angry because the other team is better. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that could be a big I'm part. sorry, but Oklahoma State is better. Spencer yeah. Sanders has a punchable He's better. Face. Yeah, oh, definitely. He's a, a punchable, punchable face. face. Yeah, yes. 100%. He, he's the kind of guy that you want to just pile drive into the ground. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> um, well, you said something about someone. Never mind. Um, and also, like... This there's a big gap. There's a big jump from playing NAU at home when the stadium wasn't that full to yeah. playing in a sold out Big Twelve crowd in Norman, Oklahoma. Like or not Norman, Stillwater. Um, like the the environment may have gotten to them. Hopefully, that is good. Like they got a taste of this. So now when they play USC, they play Utah. Um, USC's at on the road, right? Yep. USC's on the road. So I mean, it's not as big of a deal because I don't really give a shit about the. Uh, 
home field advantage in in Los Angeles, yeah, and they're the playing Utah at home. Oh, it yeah. was a Raiders home game. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Welcome I mean, to Chargers football. But well, and they like the Rose Bowl because they beat UCLA last year. At least this team does. The last thing I'll say about this because we talked a lot about it on our post game show is they competed. Yeah. In a game yeah, against mostly, a yeah. top fifteen opponent, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, I, I do want to bring up one last thing um, in terms of the Oklahoma State game moving forward. Where does this team need to grow the most? We've talked about penalties. We've talked about offensive play calling. But if you had to give one specific thing that you had in a meeting with Herm and you're like, look, this is what needs to change moving forward for the rest of the season, what's your answer to Herm? Air it out. Yeah. Just throw the ball more. Just or, or let, let Emery cook. Yep. Emery yeah. Nation, you know what needs to ride. grow is the confidence in your quarterback. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I feel like that's both on the ground and throwing the ball. Sean like, had that take locked and loaded for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Was, do you he always was, think about what like you're going to say to Herm in a one-on-one meeting? Air it out. Um, Air it out. Yeah. This is the first time we talk about football, but yes. <laughs> What's the other stuff? Just, you know, life. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like he would be a good guy to just kind of lay it all on. Just Like you, like he'd be your therapist type of guy? Not a therapist, but you know, just a shoulder to lean on. Like you know. Everything okay? Yeah, no, I'm just, you, everyone's got to talk sometimes. Okay, yeah. I'm just, you're not talking. You're not. Herm talking. would be a very interesting. Put it in the chat. If you had a one-on-one conversation with Herm for a minute, what are you telling him in that one minute? What I would ask him something. I wouldn't tell I, yeah, him. Anything. I want to learn about him. Yeah. See, because it, it felt like you were having like a listen to me for a minute. No, well, it's a, kind of. It's more just about life, just like Herm's perspective on life, and you know, maybe football will slide in there at some point. But. Okay. What about you, Shane? I would just ask him. Why am I here? <laughs> How did I end up here? Yeah. Like you, I just woke up. I'm, I'm assuming I just woke up in Herm's office, right? Like, no, 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 no. No, no I'm talking. Probably not. That's. Uh, I'm talking about like. Well, man, Herm there didn't would be know a lot of questions. Herm didn't mind. know I was there. What he is, walked in. He's like, "Whoa, what are you oh, doing?" Oh, Herm here? was just a surprise. Yes. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking like, what is my purpose on this earth? To question. Oh, not, that's what you're talking. Not why am I in your well, office? No, no you, I feel like you can't ask something that. Sean's deep. like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Yes, you can. No, because he wouldn't give you an answer. Yes, you can. Herm, yes, he would, you can. He wouldn't give Herm you. Herm would definitely give you a life answer. Of like no, he would here. say words. Yeah, I don't know if it would mean anything. And those somehow words, it would and be, I would put those words on my wall. They would somehow, inspire me. I'd tap would, them after every time I took a shower. I would guarantee that somehow Get he would bring up his time with the Jets. No, I don't think so. I think oh, he'd talk about recess. No, I don't think so. Ooh, recess, I think he'd, fun. he'd find a way to talk about the Jets because that's all he ever does. Just saying. speaking of the Jets. Speaking of the Jets. They won you some money, specifically because they couldn't hang with the Ravens. They Is won that right? me some money. They won Leah some they money. They won me some money because Shane told me. Leah put the most money she's ever put on a bet. They would have won me some money if the Eagles on did the I put $50 job on Ravens Ooh, minus yeah. single game. Damn. I didn't even bet okay. that much on a single game. And that, yeah, and then everything else I, I bet one. I, put on I put one to $5 on everything else. But I did win a four-leg same-game parlay Ooh. on DraftKings. I won a three-leg parlay. I won a three-leg parlay yesterday. I was on fire yesterday. Yeah. I okay. not I love to see it. Love to see it. Hate the Eagles. Where are you guys placing these bets? On the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Oh, of course. That was beautiful, guys. That was absolutely beautiful. The first week of the NFL season All is state. almost done. There is one more game. I'm sorry, Shane. The Broncos and I'm Russell Wilson. Sorry, they're covering. Aaron won money from that game, too. Let's go! Yes. Everybody Dude, the Ravens on the were Ravens. the lock of the week. Like that yeah. was not. That was you know what? You know what? Sorry, so the Eagles should have been too. You though. know what? Sorry. Every time you say his name, he's gonna spawn. So I know he's listening. Johnny Venerable, the most sorry take I've ever heard that Uh-oh. I've been talking about this entire weekend. Lamar didn't get paid. Lamar turned down his contract, so he's not gonna put his body on the line. 
Normally, sure, but it's Lamar effing Jackson. He doesn't care. He's built different. And also, okay. it's a contract year. He's trying to get that money. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like we said, there is one week or there's one game left in um, NFL Week I was One like, action. No. Yeah. So yeah, one week the season's over. DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app is hooking our fans <laughs> up right no now. New customers can bet just five dollars and get two hundred dollars in free back. bets instantly. And as an added bonus for Week One, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code PHNX and bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by ten at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses that's promo code phnx on the DraftKings sportsbook app minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for more details you want to know something let's tell me something promotion tell me something i won on the steelers money line and i got i had to sweat it out but then i didn't and it wouldn't have mattered but if they had lost that early win promotion would have been nice threw mm-hmm. a bunch of money on the steelers money line i assume everyone tonight you'd put the money that early win promotion on, on the seahawks yes plus money no so you know don't do that <laughs> i would stay away from money line for just the sake of Russell Wilson might collapse. And Geno Smith might be him. Because future might be at the game. Um, but I, 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 we talked about this on the bet show. Go watch the PHNX Daily Bet Show every Monday through Friday at noon. Right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. You watched one from today. Me and Bo broke down the game tonight. Okay. Love to see it. Let's get into Eastern Michigan and what Herm and Donnie had to say today. I never want to be in Eastern Michigan. You never want to be in Eastern Michigan? You said let's I was, get into Eastern Michigan. I don't want to be I there. went to Michigan for the first time. Over the summer. What did you think? Honestly, really nice. Mm. Um, but but creepy as all hell just because the Midwest and is that the Midwest yeah, yeah. The Midwest in that area, especially specifically further north, looks like every horror movie setting ever. Like yeah. ever. Where in Michigan? Amityville, were you? literally everything. Where in Michigan were you? Near Pontiac. Oh, I, I, I think thinking, Detroit. The only Michigan, Pontiac. the only Michigan I've been to is Detroit, and that shit, that city. I was like, I, I, it was Detroit, shit, but it was, it wasn't in the city. Like my buddy lived in the suburbs. I'm anti Detroit. It's a bad city. <laughs> you're you're like anti so many. No, cities. I'm not. I feel like I'm yeah, not. 45 of states, like 45 of the states, you just don't like. No, that's not true. It's like five. I'm not on my okay, shows. I'm gonna give you five. You tell me if you like them real quick. Okay, Florida. Uh, no. Okay, <laughs> uh, Michigan. <laughs> It's Detroit. Yes or no? It's Detroit. Detroit is in Michigan. So I don't care about the rest of the state. Okay, but Tennessee. I just like, I like it. That's okay. nice. Um, uh, Nebraska. Indifferent. Kentucky. Iowa. Indifferent. Both of them? Yeah, I just. Okay. Oh, Kentucky? I, oh, no. Fuck Kentucky. Yeah, see, yeah. here we are. Kentucky's uh, terrible. Alabama. Uh, I've only been in Mobile. Better than I thought, but it's also Alabama. New Mexico. Oh, fuck New yeah, Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. The majority of states Sean does not like. Coming it is Friday, hot You're... or not, the 50 states. <laughs> Utah. Oh, obviously. You yes. know. Okay, here but we go. Hey, 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 you can't give me one that but, you like. But I will say Park City, Utah is my favorite city in America. What? Wow. Yeah. That's it's, actually, that place is fucking beautiful. You're beautiful. Be- I know. Thank you. Okay. I don't know how we got there. <laughs> Quite honestly, oh, I said Eastern Michigan, and Sean just took us there. Um, let's get I back. Mean, y'all kind of took us there. Too. No, you took us there. Let's talk about what Herm and Donnie had to say today. Um, Does so, that have anything to do with his distaste for the state of Michigan or any other states? Not necessarily. Uh, yeah. What I can say is there was a lot of talk of just the way that Oklahoma State game was played. Right? We talked about the penalties, but specifically defensively, keeping that defense on the field, allowing an offense like Oklahoma State. To get nine, I think it was ninety-three total plays on offense, and Herm said it. He's like, "These guys are going to get opportunities. Like it's what they do." But you're shooting yourself in the foot if you're going to give them ninety-plus opportunities with a guy like Spencer Sanders 
to just pick you apart, quite frankly. Yep. Now, what what Donnie said that interested me that I think you guys will agree with is he felt the defense obviously he didn't feel the defense played, you know, out of this world amazing. He said they played 50 minutes of good football and 10 minutes of you know, just kind of like questionable, we need to do better. Would you guys agree with that statement? It was 50 minutes of good football and 10 minutes of Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think 10 of those minutes were when the clock wasn't running and they were pushing people. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't <laughs> even think it was 10 minutes. It was like a combined like 30 seconds of bad split-second yeah. decisions. Yeah, 100%. Um, Donnie, so Donnie's message to the team, or I guess the defense following the game, was great teams finish games, not commit penalties. Does this defense have the Top ability take. to be a great defense? You think it could be defined great, great? Well, a top three defense what, in the pack. Oh yes, yes, easily. Yes. Really? It was I thought you were going to say top three defense in the country, and I was like, well, now, no. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you look at what they did in that Oklahoma State game. If they, if it wasn't for the penalties, that's a, a ter- terrific performance against a top fifteen school. Plus, they held them under the point total. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are the so right now they ASU contributed to that, but also yeah. true. ASU is, they've got the second best run defense in the conference right now, which, again, wasn't something that I was necessarily expecting. Nesta, baby. Um, but I, I just don't know what... Ma- Wait, like, what? Yeah, they're allowing the second fewest rush yards. Still? Yes. I guess because they allowed law of averages, but, in- I, but I'm surprised there aren't more teams with two bye games. I guess that a lot of teams play the okay teams. These, in other At least one, one of the two, yeah. But that's still weird because... They've, what, allowed 109? I guess. They've allowed, they've well, allowed no, like, you know uh, what? They, 200 combined rush yards. Yeah, but but I think I think the reason why I'm surprised is because they allowed so many to a specific player. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's why. Fair. But you, normally you hover around that 150 mark yeah. as an average team, I think. Right? What was it? Well, yeah. It was like 29, right, against NAU? Like it was, it was, it was in the, it was below 40 rush yards against NAU. I think NAU. it was 29. Yeah, it was in the 20s. I, mean, I, can um, I think it was 23, if I'm being honest with you. I'm not quite sure. We'll confirm. One thing that I do want to bring up with what Herm had to say and get your guys' take on was he was asked about Emory. He was asked about the offense feeling kind of vanilla that like, you know, it, it just didn't feel like they trusted Emory enough to let it fly. Herm said otherwise. Herm said, we believe in this guy. He's a solid quarterback. We love that he stays in the pocket. And this was kind of funny to me because it, it almost felt like a shot at Jaden. Yeah. But like he stands in there. It's not just like, oh, he snaps a ball and immediately starts to run for his life, which we all know Jaden Daniels does do that at times. Yeah. Um, but he said, I just want to win. Yeah. Like if we have to throw the ball 50 times, then we'll throw the ball 50 times. However, I, I don't necessarily believe that. Like, I don't believe that Herm believes that he would allow Emory I do, to throw I, 50 I, times. I, I don't, well, I don't know if that's going to ever happen, but I, I believe that he just wants to win. I, I firmly believe that they thought the run was going to end up eventually working until they dug themselves too deep of a hole. Because, again, I keep comparing it to this, but like, they got hot at the start, and they, they kept reaching for that feeling of, break another 50-yard run X. That's why you'd see him run on 2nd and 13 because they know he's capable of it. Oklahoma State was just too good. I think Herm's just too damn stubborn sometimes. Yeah. He's like, our guys did this a couple times. They can – and no, the, the defensive line for Oklahoma State is too damn good. They just have too much talent on the off- defensive line. Yeah. Do you believe it? Do I believe that Herm would throw the bo- – no. No. Not really. <laughs> like, I – because I don't know how you can look at that game and think that they that running the ball as much as they did. Like was if you're going to throw the ball fifty ball. times, why not do it last weekend when you're down seventeen points with seven uh, minutes? But to the play? thing is, is like you don't even have to throw the ball fifty times; just throw it. Sometimes, <laughs> like like they, they they didn't. There uh, there's um, there's a a 
happy medium, I think, between relying too much on the 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 throwing game, I guess. Yeah. Game. It also I, again, I think it was it, that him being stubborn, but it's also just mind boggling that this wasn't just the plan going forward. Maybe it was, and again, maybe they just really liked that first run from Xavier Valade. Like, it doesn't make sense why the game plan would be to run against one of the best front sevens in the whole entire NCAA. Uh, it especially makes no once you're sense. down. Especially, especially once you're down. Yeah. That's why. That's why I think that they genuinely thought it was going to work during the game because there is zero chance in hell that they went into this game thinking they were going to dominate on the ground. There is no way that they thought that was going to work. I think they especially did. without, especially running zone stuff and like trying to just run up the gut like there were there was no there were barely any stretch plays there was no read options to be found or emory wasn't taking advantage of it there's no way that that was the game plan there's no chance yeah I and want, if it was we're in more trouble than we thought yeah, yeah. i want to see them air it out against a lesser opponent in eastern michigan this weekend yeah. because like at this like i as a fan i guess want to the confidence that they are capable of doing it and be like show Emery that you trust him and allow the receivers to allow him to get more comfortable with the receivers. Like I got, we know you can run the ball. We know Xavier's a good running back, but I want to see everyone else. I want to see Emery get a chance to spread his wings. Yeah. I mean, right now. Okay. What's these mission? Oh, they are the Eagles. Damn. Yeah, they're the Eagles. So, Wait, I got to re- reverse that. Okay. You're taking back the flat. Um, so anti Eagle. One thing that Herm talked about today was Eastern Michigan's defense. Depends on the kind of eagle, I guess. He said Eastern Michigan's defense is stout. I think he's full of shit. I think it's one of those. (laughs) They've given up 20-plus points these last couple weeks. They gave up 30-something last week. Like, I... That's There's a point. I get coach speak, right? But, like, at a certain point, when someone... Do you think he orders food like that? Like what? Like coach speak? Do you think they're like, (laughs) would you like fries with that? And he's like... I just want to eat. He's, he's like, he's like, it doesn't matter as long as I'm eating something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then he brings like, up the Jets. You got, and then 100%. you got to be like, back, back when I was in New York, I ordered French fries all the time. Like that's me and Donnie. You go way back. You got to have trust some fucking in, story. you got to have faith in the people that are making your food to make that decision for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. If I need to order 50 times, I will. I'm like, eh, you, you probably won't. Um, Eastern Michigan is scoring 31 and a half points a game. Um, I believe they scored 42. Week one and 40, 49 the second week. Um, obviously, they haven't played a team like ASU. ASU's defense is one of the best in the conference. Uh, however, there was talk of... Ha- Put some respect on some, the Raging Cajun name. Okay, man. They're fun sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, when Billy Napier was there. Now he's in Florida. <laughs> um, at a certain point, I feel like... Let me know what you guys think, but I'm tired of... Oh, it's a good opponent. Like, we we got to definitely, you know, got to give it our all. Like, you know, they've got good players here, got good players here. Well, you said the same shit about NAU. NAU was trash. Eastern Michigan, just what as trash. What do you trash. want him to say? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I want it. We're going to go out there and we're going to kick the shit out of them. That's what you fucking yeah, say. Not, that, that sounds like Herm. Okay, but like at a certain point, I think that's what fans want to hear, right? If you're a fan, I don't want to sit back and be like, oh, okay, well, my coach is talking about how Eastern Michigan's a tough team. They're going to come in here. They want to win. Like, no shit. Everybody knows that. I don't care what the fans think when it comes to Herm Edwards. We all sit on the same side of the bench. We all know exactly what everybody thinks. I mean, it, and and that's just not his personality, as Sean said. That's not Herm Edwards. Yeah. Like, it, 
if Herm Coach came Fink out here, is, you could see through it, but it's just not who he is. If Herm came out here and was just like, yeah, you know, they kind of suck. Em. Like, we're just going to run over them, do our job. I'd be like, who what, who kidnapped the real Herm and who is this? But would you like, not want to hear that? I don't really care. From like, an entertainment perspective, know. sure. Yeah, like, but we all know who Eastern Michigan is, and he's not going to come out here. and Because, first off, the last thing you want to do against a non-Power 5 school coming into a Power 5 is just give them bulletin board material. Yeah. Whether, you know, whether or not you believe that bulletin board material really has an effect. Like, why would you give them that motivation? If they see Herman Edwards being up there and be like, yeah, Eastern Michigan, they're they're mid. Like, this is something that we should be able to handle. They are that's, mid. That's probably what fucking A&M was thinking when they hosted Appalachian. And then look how okay. that ended. Like, uh, there's, there's no, you gain nothing by saying stuff like that. I don't okay. think. That's fair. We'll obviously talk a lot more about the upcoming matchup as the week goes on. Um, I do believe there's a video in the making of our new studio. Is that correct? Yes. When uh, can the good folks of the internet see that? Today. Really? Yeah. On our IG later today. Beautiful. We've talked a lot about the new studios, about the new office, and now finally you guys are going to get a chance to see everything that's kind of gone into it. Um, Sean, what is your favorite part of the office? Um, I mean, it's got to be a lounge area, right? Yeah. Big recliners, looking up at them big TVs. Fives. Just the vibes. Vibes part vibes. one and two. Five part one through eight. Honestly, his one office is a vibe. Well, our office vibes vibe. the anthology yeah vibes the series um vibes the the saga um office is a vibe yeah we get painted a wall we got you know aroma diffuser whatever you want to call it mac was playing some lo-fi music the whole thing's a vibe it is a vibe 100 percent. that's what more furniture does they create vibes okay good vibes only you can check them out at morefurniture.com and definitely as shane said be on the lookout for that video because it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty dope and excited for everybody to kind of get a see exactly what this office looks like ltc in the chat saying it's a good thing <laughs> yes that's a fantastic one it's a good thing herm has daughters because that birds and bees talk would be brutal if he has sons what would that be like i don't really even uh, all i know is that herm edwards middle name is lee so he's herman l edwards that's tough and the internet is going to run with that because that's the first time i knew that his middle name was i lee. did not herman lee Herman Lee. That's just the most Unless born in the 50s name ever. <laughs> okay. Herman Lee. Herman Lee stepping up to the plate. <laughs> okay. Batting 400 on the year because everybody used to hit home runs every single lap bat. Okay. And they had plumbers pitching to them. Yeah. <laughs> we are two, but the sport has not changed. ASU now two weeks in to the season. Okay. Obviously, there's a lot of games still left to play. However, there have been definitely some shining stars so far. Who, for you, Sean, has maybe kind of surprised you with how they've started the season? Surprised me? I mean, I'm not going to take the answer that I know Shane's going to give. Um, <laughs> I mean... There is a right answer in my eyes here. Everyone's kind of surprised me. Um, Everyone? I mean, for the most part. Like, I mean, Xavier, I guess. Like, I didn't expect him to be, like as dominant of a rusher as like i knew it was gonna be good but yeah. I, I mean i think he's amazing um roe has been amazing kind of dj taylor though low-key yes. like that was my answer oh i thought you were going no i'm got, well he hasn't surprised me i knew this fair was enough happen. but like, badger is doing what he should do and this is the i need to find out what sounds badgers make because you know like if, if it's like it's a Elijah Lyon, i apologize like, in advance for everybody listening if his name was Elijah Lyon, i'd be like Rrr. i feel well, like, let's I feel hear like what, what noise the badgers make that, yeah, is, that is like a that dinosaur. is harrowing. That is harrowing. Yeah, that is for Chat. You. Listen to this. First of all, cute badger. Listen to this. This is the most disturbing sound I've ever heard. 
That literally sounds like someone is screaming in pain. I, I feel like I that's the noise Elijah that. Badger um, makes every touchdown. But stop it. Come out of his helmet. Do also, you, um, uh, wombats or no? Wombats adorable. Wombats. They're huge. Yeah, and they're adorable as shit. They're yeah. they're they're, they're, they're superior but, form of koalas. Yes, exactly. A superior. Um, are they marsupials? I believe so. Hmm. Um, but DJ Taylor, a <laughs> contributed more on defense than I expected. Has not fumbled a punt. Yeah, um, way younger than you think he is. Yeah, honestly. Um, but like sophomore. he's he's uh, through two games, obviously. He's but he's a sophomore. Yeah. Wow. wow. And he's made plays on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and like I said, he's been not bad. Yeah. Returning the, against NAU, that 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 one play he made that led to an interception was fantastic. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's 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 great. It's, it's interesting to see DJ play defense because again, yeah. he was a special teamer last year, and I know he's really young, but. Still, you just heard, I've heard his name more than I expected on the defense. Yeah, side of the but against Oklahoma State, he made a couple really yeah. good plays. Yeah. They showed him in coverage a couple times when, again, ASU hasn't gotten a sack, but when, what should have been a coverage sack um, that ended up just being a throwaway or run out of the pocket, he was he was glued to yeah. that. Like he he was he was great. I, yeah. I really like. Yeah, so DJ Taylor is definitely the most surprising one to me. Elijah Badger's probably been the best like surprise to people. But uh, again, I knew that this was going to happen with the way he has been progressing over the last couple of years. You know, not really playing freshman year and then getting his touches last year, and now he has space and is a starting wide receiver. Like the talent is there, the ball just needs to get to him, and it has. Yeah, one hundred percent. Chat. Let us know who you guys think um, has surprised you the most this season. For me, it's Kyle Soley. Like I think we all knew, he was, you know, obviously is the captain of this team, captain of the defense. But I didn't expect him to be the best defender on the team right now. I did. I did not. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think know he if is, I did. I think he is head and shoulders above everybody else on that defense right yeah. now. Yeah, I think he's contributed more in a tangible way than I maybe expected. Two interceptions over the first two weeks. Yeah, I mean, the interceptions are definitely 16 tackles last week. Like, dude's a menace right now. Yeah, no, he's been he's been good. Um I, like, uh, yeah, I expected him to contribute, but maybe not in, in, in as tangible of a way as he has. I just think from a usage standpoint, when you have a guy that's done this for so long and a guy as smart as him and a guy that has played in this defense, like there is no way he's not going to do yeah. the, make, the, make these numbers happen. Like, yeah. He's on the field every damn snap, and he's yeah. making the most of it. Like it's, I'm not saying he's doing like the bottom line, like what I expected, but like I could, I could have seen this coming. Like yeah. The dude is just... Everywhere on yeah. the flip side of the coin, though, someone who was also surprised me is Andre Johnson, and not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, about to ask someone that has just not been as big. He's as just not there. Not there, which is what the opposite of what I expected. Yeah. I expected him to be the guy, and he, he has was not, listed as the number one receiver on yeah. this roster on the depth chart. Is there anybody else that through two weeks you're like, okay, kind of, we need to see something more, especially in this Eastern Michigan game with Utah and USC to follow? Uh, fucking let's see everybody on the defensive line <laughs> my yeah. god they've been good on against the run i mean i feel like nest has done ne- his job yeah nest has been awesome i mean his hand is in every single play but just need a pass rush but the edge man yeah. i don't Morris. know if it's pass rush it look you should be able to at least get one sack yeah by only sending four or five yeah they, they haven't sent extra guys very often but still like they'll send Merlin and then they don't get home and you're like, uh oh, yeah, trouble. And Spencer Sanders took advantage of that a couple times. Like you have to get home. You gotta win blocks one on one, especially, especially if you're not sending five. Yeah, Merlin is also a guy that I would like to see because like to, I mean, he's kind of a quiet assassin. When yeah, he's but Merlin yeah. is Merlin is the guy that I expected to have more of like the effect that Kyle Soley is having. Yeah, I feel like uh, he's a peanut puncher. 
Yeah, so I would... more of that. He's a peanut puncher? Yeah, yeah. the peanut punch. Peanut punch. Punch the football out. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I just didn't like that. Okay. We're okay, though. Okay. I, I do want to see, obviously, it's not a surprise because he's been he was hurt and then he only played a limited amount. But, like, I want to see Jordan Clark, too. Yeah. Looks like he still has his instincts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would have loved to see him make that interception. And Donnie said that nice. he said there was two missed interceptions that would have changed the course of that game. I know it was obviously going to be a tough play, um, but th- that does change the game a little bit. There was also a fumble that changed the course of the game, but neither here nor there. Again, I'm just at, this is Donnie. This yeah. is Donnie. I'm, talk- I'm talking through to, you through you to through Donnie. me to Donnie. So go relay okay. that to him. Okay. I'll I'll just send him the clip. Yeah, or maybe write the note oh, on like a, a hand on, note on like a tortilla from Rito Express. Or Okay. Oh yeah, that's probably that's better idea. What I was I was gonna do wow. say like do like a hostage note. No, but the, who, do you have, who who would you be taking hostage? Nobody. You just cut out pieces of Carter Brown. Oh, why? He's so nice. You just, I was just saying you cut out. Yeah, pieces but he's of so important to the team that they're definitely gonna pay whatever money is needed to get him back. You're gonna charge Donnie? I thought you were just. Doing yeah, that. I'm now confused. What our goal yeah. is? Yeah, was a hostage. Told you, what I think we should just get kidnapped. I think no, we should pull a Josh Hunt. That's definitely what you said. No. I think we should pull a Josh Hunt and just. Put the note on the wrapper of a burrito. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't necessarily know if they'll let you do that at Burrito Express. You can give it a try. But next time you are at their Tepe location. You. I don't think you're allowed to threaten anybody at Burrito Express. Definitely not. Check out their new custom Burrito Express themed first responder shirt with all proceeds going to the Tunnels to Towers organization. They're only 25 bucks, and they're going to hook you up with a free burrito. Get them while they're hot. Only 100 shirts available. If you haven't done it by now, I don't know what you're doing. It's a $25 shirt, and you get lunch and or breakfast with it. Said it before, I would pay $25 just for a burrito. So, neither shirt. That's how I view it. You're buying a burrito. That's you the get a right way shirt. to do it. Yeah. That's the right way to view it. Just go do it. I don't know what you're doing. There's only 100 of them left. Or 100 when they started. So, I don't know how many are left. But go check them out. Tempe location. Just do it. You're probably going to run into an ASC football player there anyways. Um, I know when God is there all the time. Omar Norman Lott. I know you he was try there. to block Omar from the burrito. I think we'd lose. We would need a new host. He's been he's he's been awesome. He's been good. Omar's been awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Mixing it up. Go go get your burrito. Go get your shirt. It's easy. It's simple. It's reliable, right? Just like the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Hmm? I just feel like we're getting all the ads going. Um, boys, is there anything else? Uh, mm, are we doing imposters later in the week? We are. Okay. Um, no. Are you really eager to? <laughs> I'm just excited for the game tonight. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, watch the game tonight. I mean, yeah, we great story. Oh, speaking of bulletin board material earlier in the show, um, did you see that the Seahawks PR? I don't think this is their fault, but I don't know how this was. How they the the team let this happen? Uh I talked about this on bets, but they released that there was a story. I forget what outlet it was that was released about Russell Wilson and his time at the Seahawks that had one of the worst quotes you never want to put out before a matchup with a player, specifically a quarterback. Specifically, Russell Wilson. It said, "quote Like they just thought he was he was getting to the end of his athleticism, like less athletic. So they called him not athletic anymore, and it got really. This is something that usually gets released in July, and it was released like five days ago. Yeah, I mean, that I is not good. I don't blame the take. He's gonna throw but, for four touchdowns no. tonight. You don't think so? No, I don't blame the take. I was just saying. I think that <laughs> I, I think this game's going under, so I don't think he does that, mm. but. I'm here for it. I'll see. I'm here for Russell Wilson's show only to lose to Seattle because screw everybody in the AFC. And that's not the Chargers and Bills. Time. Does he? Yeah. Wow, that's a shot. I'm here for it. Um, one last thing. If you guys watched the Oklahoma State game from Arizona and you weren't at the watch party, I don't know what you're doing because that TV 
was incredible. The chicken yeah, tendies so. smacked. The food was smacked. It was the first time yeah, I had so. a, a wow light. Nice. Wow light. That was the first time. Yeah. The first time I had I think one. we had some in the studio at one point. Yeah, but I didn't have it. From De Leon's. The pumpkin porter? Pumpkin porter. Duh. A1. Tendies. Duh. It's their uh, buffalo sauce. Duh. What? Dog. I had the Chipotle ranch with the chicken tenders. Duh. That was the first time I had That's it. That's what it comes with. Oh naturally. my gosh. I, I, I kind of make my own Chipotle. I just get ranch and buffalo and then dip into the buffalo and then the ranch. Duh. Money. <laughs> duh. Okay. You know what else is duh? So you yeah, guys. Plus six and a half. Duh. Okay. Duh. That and entering to win the Toast of the Month sweepstakes because duh. if you do win, you're going to get a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Duh. Go to gophnx.com or duh. click on the link in the show notes. You do got to be 21 or older and enjoy duh. responsibly. Duh. Thank you guys. Yeah. So there's, Wait, there's also a watch party for the Cardinals game at Four Peaks on Sunday. Ooh, so if you missed the ASU one and you duh. want a taste of it, Come on Sunday. And a little birdie told me that they're doing ticket giveaways. So we got, we got, here's all the info here. Okay. $5 a ticket. You're going to get a free beer and there is cards, ticket giveaways. That's pretty dope. That you yeah, get they gave beer. away four tickets at the Sun Devils watch yeah, party. They did. I don't know if you would have wanted to go or be in a But they were really good seats. Like yeah, they, they weren't. Were they were My buddy won them. <laughs> really? Yeah. And he, they were 10 rows up in the end zone. Oh, damn. Definitely go check it out, man. Four Peaks, whether it's for an event for us or for anything. I wasn't allowed to win, sadly. Unlucky. Um, definitely just go check them out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, you could follow us at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You could follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You could follow Shane at Shane Deef. And you could follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Unprepared for this particular moment of the show, as oh always. My gosh. We will be back Tuesday with an audio show. But for now, thanks and peace. <sighs> Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.